Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions. And we would love to have you join us. Welcome back to my living room. Hey. Hey, we're here. We're here and we're there. Coming at you live. Um, uh, no, we're not live. Yeah. <laughs> we're quite a few weeks away. <laughs> they already know how the sausage is made here. <laughs> they do. Yes. Okay. Okay. Fine. Hi. Um, hi. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're going to talk about big kids today. Big kids. Yeah. And, and for our that, district. Yes. That means grades four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I find it fascinating because we're having UTK soon enough. Yeah. Universal California, Kindergarten. Yes. California. Which should just be preschool. Let's be real. Because transitional me- it was like linguistically yes it should be just be preschool but regardless you're saying california well california just mandated that um elementary schools would add uh a transitional kindergarten class mm-hmm. to, for yeah all peoples for everybody so we should have a talk about that later but i just find it fascinating that lower grade already was kindergarten to third which is four grades yeah UTK is five now it's five yeah versus three mm, little yeah long. but anyways yeah it's going to be interesting. What do you find easier to teach? Do you find um, the lower grades or the upper grades more challenging? I remember my first year, I would say upper graders. Okay. I went from, you know, you when you go from high school to elementary, that was a hard shift. Now, uh-huh. I feel like I'm always biased based off cohort. The cohort will always get it. Like if it's, sure. if, you know, but. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I enjoy. I really enjoy at the moment um, the lower graders a lot. Um, I can be more done with them. Uh huh. And they'll go with it. And they'll go with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's some really <laughs> dumb stuff. Like, uh, if you. <laughs> there's some just like really just low hanging fruit. Uh huh. And if you say it, they'll just lose. You'll, you'll, you'll be their best friend forever. Yep. Um, but also on top I'm of that. I'm assuming anything that has to do with bathroom humor. No, not really. Chicken <laughs> nope. nugget. Just oh, like, okay. Got even it. Even as low as chicken nugget. Uh-huh. Kids of upper graders, they've known me for a long time, so they appreciate chicken nugget humor. Got it. The lower grader is like, what? He used to say chicken nugget? <laughs> it's, it's, it's the best thing. Yeah. Um, regardless. Um, but yeah, I enjoy lower graders a lot. Also because I feel like the, the content that I've become the most settled in uh-huh. is lower grade yeah upper grade there's so many facets they could go towards and yep. it's hard for me to choose which one do i want to go with mm-hmm. so yeah how about you i i've always found the um the upper graders to be a little bit more of a challenge because of the relationship piece mm-hmm. you really have to have strong relationships with the yeah, older ones the little kids are like what you want to sing me songs i love you literally <laughs> like i had a kindergarten girl pop up out of her seat like 10 times to give me a hug and tell me she loved me and it's like I love you too. Thank you for telling me that. Like, <laughs> it's great. I'll take it. And I, I really enjoy, I've said it before, walking into a room full of people who are happy to see me. <laughs> True. Yeah. It just does not happen in sixth grade. Though so right now it is fascinating because we're at this weird crux mm-hmm. that we have two grades of bunker babies. Yes. And so that affects everything. Like... I feel more confident in my material for lower grade, Mm -hmm. but holy piffle. They're difficult to manage. Yeah. I feel like I've finally gotten a pretty good handle on mine. I better knock on some wood right now. Good thing I still have this cajon sitting here. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know, look at episode 76. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They they took longer to get a handle on than my kindergartners usually do, but... um, but I've, I've kind of like figured that out. And I still feel like material wise, 
I've always felt like I could just walk in and riff yeah, and mm-hmm. have a great time. Um, and that's really my strength is yeah. the, the lower grades. And it's funny because I always wanted to be a high school choir director. I wonder why. <laughs> it's because well, I, more so. Sorry, I, I didn't really you know help with that train of thought. Okay. We learn. We like we become what we see. Yeah. When we, if sure. we see what we if we see we we do what we know and if we know what we remember. When we remember, yeah. Like, well, I didn't have any elementary music, so especially for me, but yeah. yeah. Well, and choir was like my life for years. I loved it. It, it felt like home, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to do that. Uh, and Kirsten had some really interesting thoughts last episode about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Well, look back. Look back at that episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's it's interesting, and 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 so then it. I always thought I would be better, I guess, at the older kids because I love them one on one, and I like groups of them who want to be in a classroom Mm -hmm. with you, which is what electives are. Right. Um, And so teaching general music, where you've got whole classes full of fourth, fifth, and sixth graders who didn't choose to be with you, yep. um, That's still a challenge. And it's even probably even more a challenge because they are recognizing their sense of self more. Uh huh. And they're testing those boundaries. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. That's also the age of my boys at home. Ay. And I think that that's not a small part of it because I deal with the preteen stuff at work and then I don't want to run out of patience sure. at home, but I run out of patience for it at home. It's like, oh, I've been teaching you all day. <laughs> mm. <laughs> have it at work, have it at home. And it's just, it's just where they are in their development. They're, yeah. they're establishing who they are. They're, they're testing, you know, what can I get away with? Uh-huh. They're, they're realizing they're their own person for really the first time and kind of trying to figure out what that all means. Yeah. Yeah. It's tricky. I, I think I'm in agreement with you. Um, for once. No. <laughs> no, I think I'm in agreement with you. The element of elective was really what, changes things because the, mm-hmm. the students i get along with so well are my choir kids yeah are my band kids right and they chose to be there for the most part they're yep. cool they want to be with you yeah yep. and so and i really it's really nice to foster relationships with students who want to be in the in, in your classroom during lunchtime yep i might not be always wanting to have my lunch door open but like just because it's 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 yeah. hard it's a lot of time it yeah. is yeah it's it's hard. You're tired at lunch. Yes, you you want to close the door. Yeah, yeah. But those relationships are really important to build, and they're precious. They are. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. And any any of those wins that we can get, we need to get. I think the other piece of it is little kids just don't have all those social hangups because they haven't really figured out the whole like sense of self thing mm-hmm. yet. They're they're not there yet in their brain development. But when you get into the preteens, then it's really important for them to look cool with their friends. Yeah. Social capital. Yes, it is so important. And what mm-hmm. their friends think of them is way more important to them than what their teachers or their parents think of them mm-hmm. at that age. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's hard to work with sometimes. It is. I think it's, so it's been interesting on my end. Um, choir has been the biggest it's ever been in my, cl- in my school. Okay. And I'm grateful for that, but it's also a little much. <laughs> right now we have, uh, we have for. Upper what are you grade, up to now? For lower grade, we have over 80. That's amazing. For upper grade, we have uh, a little over under 60. That's so cool. But one of the things that really gets people is the notion of, hey, you should, like, like, hey, you're my friend. You should join me. Uh-huh. And I have kids that do not, don't, don't care to care for the content, uh-huh. but they're there because their friends are. Uh-huh. And then they eventually relish. Well, they eventually either they accept it or they enjoy it. Uh-huh. One, or the, one or the other. And, 
But it starts with that social capital because their yep. their friends were in it. They want to um, hang out with their friends. They want to hang out with their friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and I, f- yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I guess just the observation of just how social capital has brought the numbers yep. in for choir for me has been weird. I guess in a good way. But it's really important. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I think um, trying to t- trying to figure out exactly what to teach because, like you said, you can go in a lot of different yes, directions with older kids because they have a lot of ability. Mm-hmm. It's like we've laid this really strong foundation. I get them through third grade; they can they can read music pretty decently well at that point. They're at least reading quarter notes, whole notes, half mm-hmm. notes, and um, and quarter rests yep. really well in mm-hmm. four four time. Um, they know what it feels like to play recorder and ukulele, and mm-hmm. so by the time they get into fourth grade, it's like, well, we Where could we go? <laughs> yeah, are we going to play? really cool mallet stuff are we going to play ukulele are we going to really go hard on the orchestral strings are we going to bust the guitars out we could do, like do a tour of all of it um and for me also after so i actually observed jesse rogers and mm-hmm. see how he breaks down his process it's like or do i want to go digital media it's like yeah it's there's a lot of venues yeah. music is huge it is it's huge and and once you have that foundation mm-hmm. they can take it in any direction that they want to take it have you ever had different classes within the same grade level go different directions oh absolutely yes okay yeah because i try to give them as much choice as i can and some some classes as a whole really love the orchestral strings like they pick up those violins violas and cellos and that they want that Mm -hmm. and it's not my background and it's not my strongest thing to teach but i want to empower that definitely yeah. and so i've been trying to grow in that some of them um love 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 the idea of being able to play a guitar and so we try to go there i try to give them a little bit of choice at the beginning of every quarter i do a what do you want to learn in music board mm-hmm. um for every class and just give them a marker and go cool. um and it's it's always good to uh to look back on those posters i keep them in a drawer uh you know like big flat poster drawers that we've got in our rooms um and uh and and i try to check off as many things as they say they want to do okay and sometimes it'll be stuff that surprises me like um i came up with a lot of uh dances with the rhythm sticks okay. because um they don't want to touch each other <laughs> and uh learning learning folk dances is really an, a good thing for them yeah um, yeah it promotes a lot of joy but they're so weird about holding hands and touching each other um that i i modified a lot of them so they're holding sticks and then oh, they sure, just sure. cross sticks or whatever um and it's funny how just i call them stick dances (laughs) it's funny how just touching someone has that inhibitor it makes sense but it's just if you think if you think about it from from an outside point of view it's like i don't know there's a it's funny how that creates such the level of uh, resistance it creates yeah oh my goodness you tell a room full of six graders to hold hands (laughs) i still remember my first year (laughs) um where I had six. This cohort of sixth graders was my, I argue now my second hardest group group I've ever ever worked with. Uh-huh. But I remember I was bringing my my um my kids out of music. We were um transitioning to recess, but they saw what dance was doing because they were actually outside for 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 this event. And one of the girls, said, oh my gosh, the boys and girls have to hold hands for dance. No, wash our hands. <laughs> <laughs> We always wash hands before and after. Yeah. I think I told you my procedure for that too. I can get through Remind a whole me. class. Well, so I've got fish on the floor. Mm-hmm. They're fish-shaped 
sit spots and I have the kids go to my sink and they get a squirt of soap and get their hands wet. They get a squirt of soap and then they walk around the circle and it's a, a big enough circle to fit the whole class because that's where they stand. Mm-hmm. And I tell them to either move upstream or downstream depending on the activity that we're doing. So they get their soap, they walk around the fish circle in a whole line and then they come back, rinse off their hands and I hand them a paper towel and I can get every single one of their 31 grubby hot Cheeto dust Taki hands clean <laughs> in three minutes flat. Hot Cheeto dust. You're talking about like millennials, the gamers. They eat flame and Cheetos. They do. Yeah. Oh, flame hot. Oh, yeah. Never yeah. Mind. I'm thinking orange. No, red. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The flame and hot Cheetos for sure. Like that's a thing. That oh, yeah. and Takis. There Takis were forever. A surprising number of people who gave out Takis for Valentine's Day. <laughs> We're talking like the family size bags. Like, oh, family size? <laughs> yes. Ooh, not fun size. Family. No, no, no. Family they size bags. They want a family bag. with this. Not for of, the whole class. This was only for the crush. Like in sixth grade, that was the thing. Going for that family. I guess. Wink, wink. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says love like family size bag of Takis. It was interesting. Um, there is a... I went up to, to uh, sixth grade camp to see my students. It's related. Mm-hmm. It's related. Um, I believe you. Uh, we were going. Up, I went up to see the ki- uh, the kids for a day and whatnot. <clears throat> there, it was great. But um, we were partnered with another school who apparently always has their camp during Valentine's Week, mm-hmm. and they have a whole session on Valentine's Day where they exchange cards and whatnot. But the, also, like the, the teachers deck out all the cabins and very Valentine's Day kind of like aesthetics. Like, huh? Interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this, but okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm just a visitor. <laughs> Oh man, whatever. <laughs> Sixth grade Valentine's Day is so awkward. It's just glorious. It I don't really witness is. this. I just don't. I just, I just, just oh turn my, my head gosh. away. And, uh, I love hanging out in the lounge and get the sixth grade gossip. It's good stuff. I think so. I, th- I've been on a mission to kind of like figure these guys out, and especially since our current sixth graders, what were they? Fourth graders when we were online. Third graders when everything shut down. Yep. And so that's some important. That was an important developmental year. They that um, is. That's the big jump. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They really go from being a little kid to a big kid. And a lot of them just full on checked out when we were online, because why would you pay attention in school when you could play Minecraft instead or whatever they do? Roblox. I don't know what the kids do. Minecraft is better than Roblox. I said it to you, everyone. Okay. Minecraft is better. (laughs) Fight me. (laughs) I could not care less. Um, (laughs) It's dope stuff. Okay. I've. I will. I will take musically your word also for it. musically worth checking out as well. Yeah, I've I've done. Okay. I think I told you I've done music like a uh, movement know. to the Minecraft music. You just show this, yes, because right. okay. they liked it, so it's fine. I don't know. I'm not a video sucks. game person. A box sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into them. Um, anyway, back to our regularly yes. scheduled program. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh sixth grade they um I've, I've just been trying to win them over they've been a little <laughs> bit checked out on me and uh and i i felt like we were making some progress last year i was just starting to figure them out and just realizing like i just need to you know remember to play with them and kind of bring back the stuff that they really liked in third yeah. grade because they were a very enthusiastic class in third grade and so um i had some old videos and some photos and just reminded myself like what did, what were they really into what captured their imagination and um and Talkies. <laughs> Takis, obviously. <laughs> and I realized they just, they needed more joy from me, I think. And mm. and a lot of my personal um, worry 
about how am I going to engage these kids was rubbing off on them. Mm. Um, and I think that they have had, I realize they've had so many years now of a lot of adult worry and kids are sponges like that. Oh, yeah. They pick it up. Especially during that big jump. Yes. When they're understanding their moment self and yep. then also understanding the world around them. Yeah. And then everything falls apart around them. Yeah. And then the adults who they think they should look up to. Someday. We didn't know what we were doing either. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they and they absorbed not only our worry for like ourselves and our society, but our worry for them, yeah. and that stresses them the heck out. Oh, yeah. And so this morning, um, I got to school really early, and I just took some time to really breathe and center myself, and and just like just set an intention that today was going to be fun. And I've taught these little guys how to sing since they were in kindergarten. They're my first class I've had since they were kindergartners, and it's been really sad to me that. I have one class that doesn't want to sing with me mm-hmm. and we start out every single day with song at school. And so I had them on Friday and we always do our school song on Friday. So I know they know it. It's not difficult. They've sung it like a thousand times at this point and they weren't singing with me and I'm off of, you know, the microphone on teams. Mm hmm. Because that's how we do our morning announcements. And so I just got really goofy. And I started dancing around the room and <laughs> singing the Finney song, like, all up in their faces. And, like, this this girl's, like, leaning over, like, whispering to her friend with her hand over her mouth. Like, nobody's going to see that on teams. Like, seriously? And so I just go up to her and I sing, like, this. <laughs> right in her face, like, with my hand over my mouth. And she turned bright red. But th- then she started singing. And it was, like, I, I just... You know, I did it in a playful way. I didn't do it to embarrass them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I kind of did it to embarrass them. But like, but not to but stab at them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just play. Yeah. And be like, no matter what you do, I am going to be determined to have a good time. And it was nice because I saw in those first five minutes of class, I saw some smiles on some kids who've been real frustrated this year. Mm. And it changed the tone of the class. So, I think about... I like that a lot. I I, I, I I resonate a lot with what you're saying about like the element of adult um, weight, for uh-huh. lack of a better term, on the students. Yeah. But also, uh, like, so this uh, my sixth graders this year, um, I've seen a, such a wonderful like not growth or improvement, but like definitely like there's been opening up compared mm-hmm. to last year. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it has to do with I, I love my fifth grade team, but the sixth grade team. They, t- they took students that were absorbing so much weight and they understood where they were mm-hmm. and they allowed them to be where they were at, essentially. Yeah. And f- uh, for your community, it seems like goofiness was a great tool. Yeah. And I think understanding where... The, for uh, my personality, too. That's true as well, yes. And they know they know me. Yes, and yes. I've been their teacher for a long time. And so when Mrs. Pridmore changed from being, you know, the jokester mm. and from playing with them, like I have since they were that's little, a good point. I, think, I think they really felt that. And yeah, because we yeah. are very unique. We're in very unique, unique positions. They see yeah. us from, the, from their birth, essentially. They do. <laughs> Well, yeah, we watch them grow from babies, mm-hmm. and you can't talk to kindergartners the way to, the same way you talk to sixth graders. Right, right, right. But at the same time, you have to remember, like, they've known you that long, mm-hmm. and that's tricky. It is tricky. Yeah, and I, I think all yeah, like we see so many kids. So when we see mm-hmm. Santiago again, it's like, all right, you're just number. It can get to the point where you're yeah. just number one to four hundred. Yep. But when they see you weekly. No, I get to see Miss Pridmore. I see, get to see Mr. Seligman yeah. again. Yep. And 
do they see the face of of someone who cares for them? Yep. Do they see the face of someone that was familiar before COVID? Or do they see someone who's stressed as no one's business? And I'm yeah. not saying that like it's easy, but... Yeah, it's not. And we're not perfect. Like, we're human. Right. And, and we're stressed out. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a rough couple of years. And I think that a lot of a lot of our conversations and our whole jobs have um, reflected how hard it's been. But mm-hmm. I've just been determined to have fun at my job, whether the kids are with me or not. And the funny thing is, they get with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like also, I mean, I've, we've said this before, like rapport is the, the greatest it's um, the class the only management. thing that matters. Yeah. Yes. It is the basis of all mm-hmm. classroom management. And so if you're focus, focusing so much on content, 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 like, yeah. oh no, we're going to fall. It's like, you're going to lose them. They're gone. Yeah. You know I mean? You're going to lose it, them. They are already gone. They don't care. They don't. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the hardest parts about Lower, like upper graders uh-huh. they mm-hmm. when they don't care they don't care yep and nothing you do can make them no yep so why not address them where they're at yeah 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 i think that's another thing i've been i've been kind of worried about too is just trying all these different things to get them to care it's like mm-hmm. okay so you didn't like that what if i do this no you don't like that either well <laughs> but what if you just had fun yeah that's kind of what yeah. i did today yeah it's like you know what sounds fun to me today playing some ukulele mm-hmm. Teaching Omochio. That's what we did. And I feel like that's probably sp- stuff that you do also when you're for lower graders as well. Yeah. Like, even mm-hmm. if they're not going to join you, okay, they're going to join you eventually. Totally. But with that veneer of, like, dude, <laughs> and yeah. that veneer of they understand the world more. Yep. It, at least for me, it gets to me more. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, and going back to those expectations. Like, we talk about PBIS a lot mm-hmm. in our district and having multiple tiers of emotional support. And at and so tier one is, like, you have your classroom expectations. And it's not a list of don't do this and don't do this and don't do this. It's a list of how should they be. And you got to remind them over and over and over again every single time you see them. And it feels repetitive because you've probably said it seven times that day. But... You know, it's there once a week that they're in your mm-hmm. classroom. You got to say it again. Like, here is what I expect from you in this room. I right. ding my bell one time. You're quiet. I ding my bell twice. You sit up tall and you give me a nice smile. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you you have to do it. Yeah. Because then when you need to go to a tier two intervention where you have to, like, send someone to the counselor or you have to have a one-on-one conversation, you need to escalate it to whatever that next level is, then they know and they've been recently reminded that, that tier one was not there. You got to have the foundation. Right. Yeah. I think that was the other piece of it too. I also wonder sometimes if we as music teachers, because we are seen so much as not daycare, but like, you know, mm-hmm. taking over for mm-hmm. te- mm-hmm. we're temporary. Right. Um, we're support teachers. We're seen as support yeah. teachers. I'm not depending saying on, that we are. I'm saying depending on the set you're at, we that are, can be we, the perception. Yes. Yes. Because of that, sometimes we also perceive our jobs as, oh, the expectation has been set already in the general classroom. Yeah. And that's not always the case. Sometimes our ideas for classroom management is better than the general classroom. Okay, sometimes I see what you're saying. Also, yeah. So when the, when we get them not at 8 o'clock in the morning, but later on, oh, no, it's okay. They, uh, they, they had uh, Mr. Santos. He's already got down. And by the way, Mr. Santos is awesome in high school. But, like, <laughs> but sometimes it might not have been established in the morning for them. So mm. why not just start at base level? Yeah. yeah just like oh, every re- time. Just I go over my rules and procedures every single mm, class. Mm, mm. You have to. I, 
the the classroom management ability of the general classroom teacher that they spend the majority of their time with makes a huge difference in our in the difficulty level of getting them to follow our rules and procedures. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be real easy because they've got a teacher's got a good grip on it or it's going to be more of a challenge, but yeah. either way, you, you, the expectations are the same. And I don't like spending my, you know, small amount of time with a class getting them to walk in a straight quiet line that's not the most fun thing ever oh no i hate it so much sean <laughs> <laughs> i hate it so much but if i don't make them line up with their toes pointing at the heels of the person in front of them and looking at the back of the head of the person in front of them with their bumpers up their arms folded their bubbles in and make them walk quietly they will walk all over me by the end of the year and it'll be a disaster yeah. i don't want that yeah yeah and mm. i know they can do it Yeah. Goodness. I, I I don't know. I am trying to think again of my first year teaching um, because we've had our kids for a long time. Yeah, we and have. And we've established that. You know, I yeah. was like, how was I my first year at mm-hmm. my site? Mm-hmm. Like, goodness, that must have been a lot of... Uh, <laughs> a disaster. <laughs> my first year teaching, I had a lot to learn. Oh, man. I, yeah. Yeah. So those who are new teachers... I also look, had to... I'm sorry. No, just, I didn't just, mean to cut you off. Those for new teachers, find a community. <laughs> yes. Seriously, because yes. there are people who want to help out, and like your your situation is, you're a first year teacher. It's yeah. It's gonna be a little awkward. Yeah, and I needed to justify in my own head why it's important that we do certain things like walk in a quiet line. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had to ask myself that question as a new teacher, like why do we make kids walk in lines? Why do we? Well. For me, what mm-hmm. I've decided is it's safe. Um, it I'm, it helps me account for all of them. I'm responsible for 24 to 31 kids at a time. I need to be able to quickly count that they're all in line. Or 32 sometimes. Uh, yeah. Well, no, no, or the beginning of the year, you know. Sure, the- yeah. Whatever, yeah. Like a, a large number of children, they're under my care. I have mm-hmm. to know that they are all there and they're not... You know, you can't easily count people who are all zigging and zagging. Um, we're walking by other classrooms on a different schedule, so they need to be quiet in the hallway so that they don't disturb other classes. And it's really the only way to make sure that I have a lot of behavior challenges at my school. It's the only way, you know, walking in a nice straight quiet line with those expectations to make sure that nobody's saying something mean or hurting another person yeah. in line. So it's an emotional uh, safety issue as well. Yeah. So that that's why, you know. Like, it seems like all those little things, like, they might they might seem a little tyrannical, I think, especially to a 12-year-old. But they are, they have... I mean, they are. <laughs> they have legitimate yeah. functions, though, you know? Like, no, there are reasons definitely. we do it. So, yeah. yeah. No, they're not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to put a caveat. My, my little diddly joke did not mm-hmm. exactly come across. But yes, no, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I have to say about that. That's what I have to say about that. No, it's true. I... I I have constantly gone back and forth as far as okay, to what degree does quiet need to be quiet? Like, but you're absolutely right. There, I'm also listing the element of the, like the what someone might say in the quietness of, or in the uh, in the what in the shroud of a line. That's it's, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially mm-hmm. as we teach them how to be good humans and interact with each other kindly again. Yeah, yeah, it's just how it's got to be. It's the only way that I can guarantee it mm. and that I can identify it if someone steps out of line and then I need to talk to them about it. Be like, no, that's not the expectation here at school. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Mm. So things that have worked. 
Uh, I found that being outside with big kids as much as possible has okay. been good for us. Cool. So any activity that can be outside is outside. We learned how to do steady beats with basketballs. Um, and I played my guitar or my cajon, my cajon tab, um, while they bounced basketballs to the beat to like whole notes or half notes along to it. You don't like the uh, the sound of a basketball being bounced in a portable? <clears throat> oh, wait, you don't have the problem. I don't have You don't have the problem. <laughs> Remember, I'm the spoiled one. I know, hate all you want. It's fine. This is not I can take it. I really can't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything out there? Yeah. Lots of Delcro's uh, games are, are done outside. They're just more fun that way, I think. And then, you know, I figure if I want them to be doing the playground clapping games, mm-hmm. I should teach them on the playground. <laughs> and so we do. Yeah. And then they make their way outside. Um, and if here in Southern California, where it's nice a lot of the time, that's possible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Except when it's not. Except when it's not. Except when then it's, it's really not. <laughs> Unless it's hailing. <laughs> I know. Or like the wind just picks you up for some reason. Yeah, oh, it goodness. was wild. Um, yeah, so that that's worked. Okay. I found cool, cool. Um, just anything that doesn't make them stick out like a sore thumb, too. Like, they all, they, they don't, they don't want to be in the spotlight unless they do. And so finding, finding ways to scaffold a lesson to make it, attainable sure. for the largest number yeah. of kids and help them blend in a group they really want that mm-hmm. that helps them feel safe and then when they experience success in a group then they might be willing <laughs> to, put, to go out on a limb gotcha yeah for me what i've found is agency yeah um yeah you you witnessed what does that li- look like so you witnessed a little bit when i did the ukulele um yeah uh, that was workshop. a rad lesson thank yes. you um liked it Having students choose what they want, uh, um, corporately, Student essentially. Choice. Yeah. Yes. And so, uh, <clears throat> I recently shared a chapter share mm-hmm. um, at for San Diego Orf. Um, this was lesson I do with the Ooks, where students, um, as a class, vote on what what rhythm they want, also vote what chord, um, what chordal uh, chordal structure they want as well to create a song. Eventually, which I didn't show in the um, chapter shares, then break off into groups, and whatnot, and they create it as well. But like. Having agency of choice for the chords, but also agency of like what to call it. And it might be a really dumb name. Mm-hmm. It might be a name that you don't like, like the Dodgers song. Or Quandale Dingle. No, Quandale Pringle Dingle. Uh-huh. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> that one, gold. <laughs> there are, yeah, it, it might be make no sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there are some purists who justifiably say that's not appropriate because you want to make sure that there's you know, an organicism or something that has more deeper meaning. And I get where they're coming from. Have they ever seen the title of a jazz song though? (laughs) (laughs) Some weird stuff on there. I mean, some purists don't do jazz. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Fair enough. But really like, oh man, I always remember what Dan Nelson, he liked the the clown. Mark Kimer, if you're listening to this, remind me, what was the the, the clown song piece that we played my freshman year? I don't remember. Um, at Mr. Seligman, um, no idea. Where are the clowns? No, here come the clowns. Here come the clowns. That's what it is. That yeah, sounds, yeah, yeah. yeah, that sounds right. It's like again, I can imagine <laughs> my sixth graders choosing that as a title piece. Yeah, but like really, like having them choose, even uh, like as silly as it might be, mm-hmm. as weird choice it might be, even as antithetical as the choice might be to be musically appropriate. If you give them at least some semblance of choice, then at least they have, there's some buy-in. Yeah, and even yep. even though it might be the lot the quote like stereotypically the louder boys that choose yeah 
they're also sometimes the ones that are hardest to gain mm-hmm. political favor, for lack of a better term. You're feeling brave. You could have them write the names down and draw one out of a hat. Sorry, when you said draw, there's a, write the names down, then they draw out the, the, the picture of what the <laughs> album cover would be. Quando yeah, Pringle Dingle. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> so dumb. Why? We have one, one sixth grade class. That's what they are. They're the Quandale Dingles. That's what they wanted to be. You know I'm what? Like, awesome. Okay. <laughs> but, so it's I, fine. <laughs> like, I remember back in eighth grade, uh, all the way to early as early as fifth grade, like, we had our binders and I loved drawing on them. Like, yeah. I made that binder mine. Yeah, um, it's true. And also, I, I really appreciate the teachers who allow room for students to change the background of their like, of their computers yeah. to whatever they want that's school appropriate. Like, yep. there is a sense of belongingness to yeah. that, you know, to that item. And so, same yeah. thing with this, the. I remember how exciting it was to decorate a locker. What are the lockers? <laughs> <laughs> I never had lockers. I had my DC Talk poster. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> You know, I, I the only lockers they had were gym lockers. That's it. Mm, yeah, man. But, um, it was it was it was, uh, it was something. Uh, you know, you're right though. There, we need to give them agency anywhere we can. Yeah, anywhere yeah, we can. Absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I love about a lot of the ORF activities. Like when there's yeah. like break off, Choice. create, create. If you can trust them enough to actually stay on task when they break off, which has that's been a, a challenge. That's a challenge. Yeah. yeah, that's been a challenge for me this year. That's why on Amazon there are shock colors I purchased. Oh and... gosh, no, that was a terrible <laughs> joke. <laughs> But alas, <laughs> but yes. I think just showing my my main goal is just showing them that you know I I still really care about them a lot, no, and uh, and finding as many ways as I can to mm-hmm. kind of get that message across. Yeah. And it's it's really easy to get really frustrated with them and then have a not great human moment. And just sticking to my um, sticking to my my rules and not letting them. Uh, talk me out of it in my own head because they really will mess with your head like they're tall they can look you in the eye at that age again i want to reiterate (laughs) i am average height five seven i'm average they can look me but some of them are taller than me no with that caveat they're still taller yes i tell students the beginning of the year in sixth grade at the end of this year a third of you some of you are already taller than me but a third of you (laughs) will be at at least a third of you will be taller than me they're huge yeah it's ridiculous they gotta stay on a chair they are Just so do. enormous by the end of sixth grade. It's, it's not okay. It's absolutely insane. It's not okay. It's yeah. Not okay. Yeah. It's not okay. You know what? And the the other thing is, don't argue with them ever, unless it comes to the point of that someone else's or their safety. Okay. Yes. But otherwise, absolutely. But they will they will try to manipulate you into an argument. Yeah. And that's because they want to rise out of you. They right. they get a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. But you're I get a kick out of it when I'm on that defensive mode. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You. Do. No. 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 But <laughs> I, it, it, you can empathize with that. Like, sure. If you are yeah. on the defensive mode, they can get a kick out of like relaying the element of like fighting back. So no, dude, you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Like. Yep. Nope. Those are on. the rules. Those are the rules. This is school. We don't do that at school. We don't pick other people's nose. That's not okay. (laughs) Definitely don't eat it. Oh my gosh. Stop that. (laughs) Do not engage. I... I uh, I had my my cooperating teacher when I was student teaching tell me that over and over again. Don't argue with them, <laughs> and it was really excellent advice as a parent too. Mm. Don't argue with them. Wait, sorry, you're oh yeah, cooperating teacher. So formerly master, master teacher. teacher. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking that you had a student teacher. Got it. No, mm-hmm. uh, mm, yeah. 
No. That would have been interesting. Your student teacher teaching you, hey, uh, no. Mr. Moore, you should uh, No, when I was with- 22 and in front of high schoolers and letting them manipulate me and tie me into knots, that was, she always let me fall on my face too in front of them. And I, yeah. I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. But when I was crying in her office later, <laughs> don't argue with them. <laughs> it was good advice. Yeah. Don't argue with them. I learned that the long way. I think we all have to. Yeah, you do. Because that one smarts. Yeah. And also, it just changes with each person how they argue. Yeah. And so, true. you just have to understand the broader scope of what's actually going on. Yeah. You know, and the other thing is, too, a lot of us become teachers because we liked school when we were kids. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we were. Right? Yeah. We I'm, are. I'm sorry, I'm not a nerd. And no. the thing is, like, when you're a teacher, all the other kids are there too. <laughs> so it's fascinating. Got to learn how to work with it. I remember my, I wrote a stupid master's thesis, a really dumb one, Aww. but I liked the notion of it, but it was not applicable to me whatsoever, but it's correlative to what we're talking about right now. Um, I remember I was at a table and at least in California, I'm sure other parts in the, in, in the country, I don't know. Um, there's something called the gifted and talented education program. Gate. Gate. Yep. And so I was a gate kid. Uh-huh. Um, and so we were in my the classroom for our master's program. And they found out I was a gate kid. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, oh, yeah, you, you should do the homework. You're smart enough. Uh-huh. And I was like, ha-ha, tee-hee. And then the joke went a little dry. But then I realized like there were some people who like struggled in, in like high school who are yeah. being teachers. Like, wait, this, this, these people are, are really good they, uh-huh. they know how to like how to run a class right they weren't gifted and t- quote unquote gifted and talented rather they didn't know how to like work tests that's right what it is. they weren't good test takers yeah, yeah. that's what it well, always they comes weren't down to good test takers of how they wanted they being the man yeah but really uh-huh. like they're really good teachers and know how to work with class management especially since they knew what it was like being the student who quote unquote struggled and so, like, does that make them better teachers? And so I wrote my thesis on that. And unfortunately, like, because being a teacher, being a first-year teacher and also making a thesis at the same time was rough nubs. <laughs> um, I, I got a null hypothesis. But I still hold the notion that those who are gifted and talented grow, growing up doesn't make you a better teacher whatsoever. And so, like... That's your ability to break down information in a way that someone can learn it. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But I, I guess maybe for the class management, the element of, that like, too. being... Having that empathy and having that, oh, I understand how this kid is going through, like... Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, that's part of helping someone learn it. Mm-hmm. They have to want to learn from you. Yeah. 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 We don't just teach to the to the, to the the highs. We don't teach to the ones no. who want to be there. We teach to everyone. We teach them all. Yeah. This was a good conversation. It was. I liked it. I approve. <laughs> Back with a spiccato after the break. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. 
Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. I have my spaghetto. No, you don't. Not yet. Yeah, I do. We have a left turn first. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Put that down. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for being with us for 78 episodes. Oh, my goodness. We're Ooh. getting up there. We're getting old. My knees feel it with that number. Anywho, um, <laughs> uh, thank you all for so much for being part of this. As you mentioned every week, though, it really helps um, hitting that like and subscribe button to make sure that this community grows more and more so there's more visibility and whatnot. Also, um, if you're not a YouTube listener, you can, though you can always be one, just, just jump on because it's free at Google, you know, makes it work. You can always, uh, leave us a review on any podcast listening app. Um, leave us five stars. I, that, I, I, I know I'm a musician, but I can only count to five. That's, that's the odd part. One, two, Anyways, and also, uh, if you want to help support these lights, keep on beaming upon us and these microphones are running, um, go on patreon.com uh, slash CH Classroom. I appreciate this elevator music going on in the background. It's take five. I know, but I know. I, I reckon, it's I, counting to five. I know. Five stars. I know, I know. Okay. Patreon.com slash CH Classroom, <laughs> where you can get a lot of cool stuff, uh, merch, and also other um, lesson ideas, which when we don't suck. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, and if you can't drop us a buck, that's totally fine. This podcast is always free as it should be. We still love you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Can I show you my, my spiccato now? Do it. Show me. This was a, a birthday present from my sister and my brother-in-law. <laughs> so my brother-in-law, hi, Chandan, hey. um, was born in Pakistan. He is Sikh. And um, his family lives in India. Uh, or part of it. I mean, sure. A sure. lot of it lives here, too. Um, and uh, and so this is what they gave me. Uh, these are called Gungru Bells. Gungru Bells. Yeah, okay. they go by a couple different names, but th- that's what they told me they were called. Cool. Um, and you wear them on your ankles. All right. Um, and they're dance bells. And so it looks like it's about three by... Uh, three by ten little tiny jingle bells mm-hmm. uh, on a on a nice little panel and it's all woven together the back is kind of a velvety feeling oh this feels good yeah doesn't it it's delightful it's the bee's knees i really enjoy it a lot okay so what would you do with Wh- sorry gun grew gun grew okay gun grew bells <clears throat> What would you do? I feel you usually wear them on both ankles, but you don't have to. For my this. initial thought is weak. <laughs> um, Go my, with my it. Initial, well, I'm going to start with it, but yeah. I want to do more. Mm-hmm. Soundscapes. You know, you can oh, always, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that it has an ankle element is the key thing that makes it unique. You, you can get sleigh bells. It's fine. This is like, it also feels good. Things it does. Feels good. And it has a very much more bright sound than a lot of uh, sleigh bells have. They do. That's why I really yeah. like them. They're a much higher sound. So in fact, maybe going back to soundscapes. And they're softer. Yeah. It's a softer sound than yeah, yeah. sleigh bells. You can definitely you know, sh- shake it, but also... Let's go like a, a light raindrop. I've, I've like have an image of like hitting the jackpot on a slot machine while you're doing that. Uh, <laughs> That's um, the time I spent in Nevada coming out. <laughs> hmm... Uh, also, being also being a basic person, I am. Um, ta ta, ti ti ta. You know, just place it on your ankle and do movement with it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
Oh, so much fun to do yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I told them I really want to find another one too. Um, they have this cool store uh, in their town and they joke that it's the Indian room of requirement because anything that they want from India, um, they can find there. And the guy just like pulled these out of, out of the rafters of the store. <laughs> cool. And, uh, yeah. I love it. They like, they get me all kinds of fun instruments. What would you do? Well, so I've been wearing them um, as I walk to go pick up classes because it's just fun to jingle oh, down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to jingle Music's jangle coming. down the hallway. Exactly. Knock, knock. Literally. You're going to enjoy um, it. Especially, you know, in conjunction with my cajon. I can mm-hmm. just, I'm a one woman band over Episode here. It's 74. pretty fun. Six, sorry. Yeah. It was whatever. Yeah. Two episodes ago. Yeah. My cajon tab. Love that thing. Mm-hmm. Send me a free one. I want one. I want another one. Um,. <laughs> Again, this episode is not, not brought sp- to you by Listen Trumps, but it but could it be. Could be. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's really fun to show the kids videos of these being used um, uh, by you know by dancers from India and uh, and to kind of introduce them to to uh, oh, man. Chandan told me he did bongra dancing, and there's a different name for it when it's girls, and I can't remember what that is. Let us know. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll try to be better and update you later in another episode. Um, but it's really cool to see the traditional dancing done and just mm. how they use it. Um, and that would be actually a good, as you walk to it, walking back to mm-hmm. class, and then you show them, showcase what this is actually. It's not just sleigh bells on your ankle. It's yeah. a part No, of- it's actually used in, in yeah. traditional uh-huh, dance. Uh-huh. The other thing I did with it is I put it on my shoulder, and it gives me some control so I could um, play my ukulele and reach uh, up and same. tap it. Um, well, it, so it just, it, it's just another sound. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's another sound to play with. So you can kind of bounce your shoulder with it or, um, or use it, you know, to illustrate a story. There's a lot of fun uses for it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Or to drown out the sound of a ringing phone in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you cool. go. Those are my gun crew. Round of the week. So I brought us a round of the week. Again, I can't believe that we haven't done this round yet. Which one? Again? The Sing Sing Together that yeah, I yeah, did yeah, text yeah, 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 yeah. you. Yeah. And you should pull up right now. <laughs> um, so this is day one for Alicia Knox's ORF level one, um, which we didn't get to take with her. But uh, but a lot of people in our district did. Yeah. And she's wonderful. Hi, Hi. It's good to see you, Alicia. Or good to... Say your name out loud good into to, a microphone. Good to imagine seeing you. <laughs> good to imagine seeing you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're rocking okay. Oh my gosh, we really are. Okay, right. so here it goes. Sing, sing together, merrily, merrily sing. Sing, sing together, merrily, merrily sing. Sing, 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 sing. Sing, sing together, merrily, merrily 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 sing. 
Sing, 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 sing. It's kind of fun to throw that octave in there. Mm-hmm, I like is. that. Yeah. And there she is. had this whole cute movement thing to it. So for yeah. sing, sing together, you walk in a circle and then merrily, sing, sing together, merrily, merrily sing. And then you switch directions. Mm-hmm. Sing, sing together, merrily, merrily sing. And then sing, you touch your toes. Sing, mm-hmm. touch your belly. Sing, sing, reach up high, touch the sky. Sing. sing. Toes. Sing. Mm-hmm. Back to your belly. Sing. sing. Yeah. Yeah. It's you good. can't touch the sky if you do it on what's written on this version. So it's true. Yeah, we got to touch true. the sky. We got to do it. Yeah, got to do it. Awesome, Crystal. Great conversation. Same. Yeah, yeah totally. If people want to have conversations with you, yeah, <laughs> how can they? How can they sometimes try to reach you to you? If I have the spoons to get <laughs> back you got to spoons, you, my spoon is too my, big. <laughs> my heart wants to. Mrs. Dot Pridmore on Instagram at Finny Vapa on Twitter. Awesome, and you can reach me at Mr. Seligman M R S E L I G M A N on all the socials. Uh, kind of hive. Hive's kind of after. If you follow Hive, you saw what happened. It's kind of just like mellowed out. Oh, got it. It's mellowed out. Yeah. It was more so like they decided to do big uh, bug fixes and like security updates, which was really good, but it's run by two people. So it's like, it took a while. Okay. And then the momentum just kind of died. Anyways. It's fine. At Mr. Seligman, M-R-I-C-L-E-G-M-A-N on all the socials. At CH Classroom on all the socials for us. Um, though it's uh, CH Classroom, I think it is for YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've changed it up. Um, that all said, and you always email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Bye. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com Sorry, Henrietta. Do you have a chicken coop? No, I want one, though, and I would definitely have a chicken named Henrietta. Okay. Yeah. No. Is that the name of your your rubber chicken? No, it's okay. not. It should be. Okay. No, they have really random names, like Bob. <laughs> I ha- I don't know if you saw I posted on Instagram. Like, I bought a bear. So I was up in camp. Uh-huh. bought a bear. And um, I'm having the kids name the bear. <laughs> And like they're, they're gonna, the sixth graders will choose it. They're going to vote. Mm-hmm. But I've had some, you know, you you have your slew of names. You have your names that are descriptive, like chocolate because brown, or like like uh, like I don't know, vanilla because has the white texture, whatever. And then you also have your your name names, like Bob or Biden or like. <laughs> and then you have your very mimetic names, like uh-huh. like uh, Mr. Beast. Okay. Yeah. Or, right. Or you have you know. Quandle Dingle. <laughs> Quandle Pringle. Quandale Pringle Dingle. What is, is that thing? So, the thing is, there actually is a, a guy in I Quandale. know. Yeah. I had to Google yeah, it to make yeah. sure it wasn't right, inappropriate. Right, right, right. Yeah. 
And I'm like, why do you think he's funny? Because it's just dumb. Okay. I had, <laughs> that's why.